Right now, I am delighted to be joined by a very, very special guest. This guest has had numerous lifetimes in one lifetime with various, so much careers in different fields and so much interests and hobbies and just multi-passionate. So, Susie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me, Kira? Absolutely. It's fantastic to have you on the line. I know I've had you on the show a few different times with different occasions and different topics, but today we're going to talk about a really, really important topic, which I don't think is probably expressed enough, but the importance of, I suppose, taking ownership maybe of situations in your life. Maybe things go wrong. Uh, maybe it's in the creative field and not, what's the word, 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 but not to get into this pity phase maybe to come out of that and to look to the bright side so we're going to talk all about that today but what has your experience been like with that oh my experience with that has been over the years especially when i was doing a lot of theater uh it was about learning to go with the flow and then say in lockdown when i decided to pursue uh, a creative um, a different creative outlet which was uh creating uh kimonos for people um i had to teach myself to sew and i really had to go with the flow and not and keep my attitude really positive and not take the knocks and not take all the people turning around going, oh, what are you doing? Are you crazy? And really work with this idea that, you know what, this is what I've set out to do. It's a goal I have, it's a vision I have, and I'm going to see it through because I believe in me. Yes, I think the power of self-belief, I think believing in yourself is so much more important than relying on others to believe in us because I think it's at all times we all have our little struggles, we all have our moments of doubt. But what I love is how we still have to push through them. And sometimes maybe that's where the golden ticket lies, is to be able to actually go, hold on, I can take control here. And, you know, things might look like this. But, however, we've no idea if by just, just persevering for one moment, seeing what, taking a new direction, or maybe looking at it from a different perspective and going, right, okay, this is the way it is. However, if I approach it with this other attitude... I, I'm more forgiving and I'm more open and I'm more... Yeah, you're taking responsibility, really, I think, isn't it? It is. It's about, it is about taking responsibility and not relying on the outside world for your validation or for your direction and knowing that you can pivot at any time. It's one of my key words, pivoting. And, you know, even when you think about the word and what it is, it's being able to change direction in an instant. Like, I played a lot of sport in Australia and one of the sports I had, pivoting, was really key to being able to win a game you had to be it was netball and you have to be able to pivot in order to find a team member and get the ball moving in the direction of your goal so I really understood that from a physical perspective and then as I got older with different jobs uh, and and careers of my own being able to pivot is absolutely one of the best things we can learn in life and it means that even say now at 50 I've had no bother pivoting into a brand new career and taking it in my stride with ease because sure what's going to happen but nothing it's grand i just it. i'm in a new direction it's all coming to me i'm going to stay positive and focused and put that happy vibe out into the world and into myself and here let's see what comes back to me wow me universe well this is it because you're again you have so many different passions as well and careers that you've embraced you're you've an archaeologist i'm going to butcher this word i think but archaeologist um, <laughs> I always struggle with that one. I'm just trying to get my mind around that. But um, archaeologist, um, yogi, uh, yogi, yoga teacher, um, I suppose a fashion designer there as well for a while, and still designing amazing jewellery. I see little pieces from it there time to time. And 
Um, you know, you do shamanic healing as well. And you've also uh, recently qualified as a Lomi Lomi uh, massage therapist. And I know you do so many different types as well as meditation. And there's so much going on. I know you've had numerous different career aspects and everything. But what have you, have you found, I suppose, people along the path as well? What would your advice be maybe to people listening in and they go into that place sometimes of self-pity? But like, what is, what's your tips for taking themselves out of that place? Oh, do you know what? I take a nap. If I'm, if I'm in a place where I'm beginning to feel self-pity, I'll stop because it's usually a sign I'm overtired, just like a small child. When we have small children in our care that are overtired and starting to think that the whole world is against them, we send them off for a nap. Or I ask myself, am I hungry? I attend to the very basic physical needs first. Am I heart tired? Am I hungry? Am I thirsty? And if it's none of those, then I stop and I'll go for a walk and get out into nature. Or I'll meditate. And there, they would be the five tips because grand scheme of your life are you really going to be worried about any of this stuff in a week's time and nine times out of ten no i'm not so i've learned to just let these things go because pouring energy into things we have no control over or that we want to control the outcomes of is it's a reductive practice that doesn't really do anything for us other than make us frustrated angry feel like the world is against us and it also begins to color how then we see the world and how the world responds to us. Whereas if we can just trust, right, everything's in hand, it's all going to work out, and yeah, today's not a great day, but that's okay. Take a deep breath, I'm going to go and eat a cookie and have a <laughs> coffee, and I'm going to go and take a 10-minute nap, and then I'm going to come back and tackle what I can in front of me now, one step at a time. Yes, no, I love that. And I think as well, it can be a hard one as well. Sometimes we have friends and people in our lives that we really care of. But what, what, how do we deal with maybe times or moments where maybe they descend into that pity and they're not quite... What, like, what, what is the best way to handle one of those situations, maybe with a friend, for example, that maybe they're, they're going into that state of self-pity? How do you handle something like that? Like, what's the best thing to say? I know I've often found myself trying to kind of say positive, hopeful things, but in that moment, it's not working for them. Are you better, like, are they expecting just a listening ear or what do you think is the best way to handle those situations? Because I'm sure there's so many people listening in and they've found themselves in these places where they're like, right, do I just listen to them going into that pit of despair? Do I try to give them advice? Do I kind of make a quick exit as, as quick as I can? Or like, what is the best way to deal with that? Put your oxygen mask on first. Because if you are <laughs> in any that. way not able for that person in that moment it's only going to create a negative knock-on effect to you. Yes. So by putting on your oxygen mask, I mean, am I able to listen to this person right now without it bringing me down? And if you can answer yes to that, then just listen. Because a lot of the time, somebody just does need somebody to listen to them. And if you feel like you can't because you've got your own stuff, your own triggers, I generally will pop my oxygen mask on and I might have to, if I'm on the phone, I might say, I'm so sorry, I have to go now. Um, but I'll call you back and I do call them back I, I don't ever let people down but if I need to step out for a moment or if you're with them just say just hang on a minute and go to the bathroom take five minutes reconvene and if you still can't give them what they need it's okay to say I can't I can't give you what you need right now I'm so sorry um, and, and you can walk away because if you are not in a space where you are able for what's in front of you you're only harming yourself and they're not going to get what they need they're not going to get expectations met no matter what so 
you need to worry about you. And that's something I work with clients a lot, is teaching them, it's okay, you're under no obligation to anyone. It's okay to look after you. Do you know, I think that's beautiful because I think a lot of times we have friendships and, you know, we think that, and it's because we love the people that we have to nearly, yeah, exactly. I suppose, smother them and go into that place with them. But I think I, I love how you, and I never would have thought of that idea, put that oxygen mask on and step back and go, right, am I in a space where I can actually deal with this or what is the best way to and I think it's a it's a very responsible thing to, to do and to go into that place and perspective I think that's really really beautiful I'm definitely going to use that going forward um, because I think, I think it can be really really tricky because it's I suppose boundaries is the word that comes to mind and it can be so hard to know what way to be because you want to be gentle obviously and you want to be respectful but it can be really difficult as well if you're trying your best in a world that's constantly challenging us and we're being met with many different obstacles and we have a lot of this hustle culture. So I think it can be sometimes a lot for people to kind of be able to balance all that in their life and balance all the things they love to do. And then they have that moment where maybe that person could impact them majorly, which will stop them being productive for the rest of the day that has a knock on effect on the week. So I love how you've said that. Be really, really mindful and check in with yourself first before you step into that space. Absolutely, because how can you hold space for someone else if you're not honouring yourself? And you have to honour yourself. And it doesn't mean be rude and be disrespectful. It means just standing up for yourself. And the real friends understand that. The real friends know, okay, Jesus, maybe I need to step back right now. And they they go, okay. And next thing you know, you get to walk away. And they might call somebody else who can give them what they need. And that's okay. And then you two have a chat about it the next day. But if you're not in the space, you're allowed to be vulnerable. You're allowed to say, oh, honey, I'm sorry, I, I can't do this right now. Um, I'm, I don't want to not be there for you, but if I try to be here for you, I'm not going to be enough. And that's okay, because we can't be everything to everyone in every single moment of every single day. We have our own stuff, our own journeys, our own trials and tribulations. And that's why I tend to look at it and say, if I've got a, a problem coming up, I've got certain friends for certain problems. And so I'm never lumping all of my problems on one friend. Not that I have many. God, praise the heavens. I'm, I'm a genuinely pretty happy person. But I, it's almost like having specialist counselors. And that's what a friend should be. You don't throw everything onto your, your friend or your partner or, or your husband or wife. You, you, you go to places. If it's a really big, big, big issue, go and speak to a counsellor because you, you need more specialised help but if it's an everyday event don't just dump it all on one thing you know sometimes maybe the best person to vent to is your cat or your dog I love it I love it the cat <laughs> and the best oh, part is they have listeners. no opinion <laughs> no and, and you know they're great listeners and sometimes just because you've vocalised it it's enough and you can transform it yes I think so. And I think people sometimes are afraid to admit these things out loud to themselves that they're feeling. So they wander in the mind. But when you actually say it yeah. out loud, it actually hits you differently, doesn't it? It really does. And it's about being not being afraid of our emotions because they're a guidance system for us. Your emotions are there to tell you what's working for you and what isn't. And it's as simple as that. And if you're feeling happy or I find sometimes even if I'm experiencing a grief, that's actually positive because it means I loved that person. And so I'm dealing with a different flip side of love. 
So I don't see grief as something that might be something to shy away from or be afraid of. But if I'm feeling angry, I might decide, okay, what am I angry about here? Perhaps this person isn't who I think they are, and perhaps there's an imbalance in the relationship. So I'll spend some time thinking about it, delving into it, and deciding, is it my stuff? Is it their stuff? Is it a bit of both? Because we all hook into each other as well. And if we're hooking into somebody, there's two of you tangoing there. But sometimes it isn't two of you tangoing. Sometimes you're super nice and you keep being super nice and the next thing you know, there's nothing left in you to be super nice with. So why would you empty your glass with the inability to refill it? That's given me an awful lot of food for thought. That's very interesting. I love how you put that. Really do. Thanks, Kira. Yeah, I really do. I love that. It's made me think. I can't believe there's only three minutes left of the show, but with this, I, I want to ask. I, I like twenty minutes in. I don't know where the time went. It feels like um, what's the word? We're, oh, time stopped. That's the word I'm looking for. But yeah, time did stop. Uh, do you believe that? It's funny. I remember reading this quote somewhere, and it was along the lines of, um, "At the seat of expectation is disappointment." Do you think? sometimes it's best to jo- drop expectations and re- or maybe Absolutely. have a conversation with people around you and be like, right, no, don't I, expect I, all of this. I'd love to be this amazing and I know you think I'm this amazing, but let me tell you, I am amazing, but not in the way maybe that all the time. Or what, what's the best way to approach that? Well, expectations are subjective and I find that the happier I get, the less expectations I have. I have a vision in each day. I have a manifesto and a certain level of behaviours that I like for me because they make like politeness and kindness and gentleness and grace so they're the things I look for in the world but I don't have expectations of it because you know people are going to be people I might come up against somebody who was gentle and kind one day but they're having a bad day the next day and so they're moody and a little bit brusque the next so my job then is to step into compassion and go okay well I'm not going to take that personally. Um, they've obviously got something going on. And if I've got an opportunity, I just say, hey, are you okay? And very often that sparks a very simple, short conversation that makes them feel a bit better and makes me realize, well, thank God I had no expectation. God, I love that. Yeah, I think that's it. You just have to be open and honest with them people. Be Again, communication is so important. Yeah. Well, it actually applies to everything. It even applies to, say, like, say the concert tickets I want. I don't go with an expectation of, so so I can be disappointed. I go, right, this is going to be fun. Let's see if I get them. And if I don't, that's okay, too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a opportunity to see what's going to come my way moment to moment. And oh some God. of those moments will hit the jackpot. And some of those moments only hit, you know, the bonus ball. And some of those moments, I just have to throw the lotto ticket in the bin. And that's okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. Well, thank you. Yes. I have to say, thank you for all your moments of wisdom here today on the show. And thank you for sharing your perspective and your advice. Because I think it's a really, really tricky thing that we always come up against in life and with relationships. 